0: y'all. Before we start the show, I just wanted to let you know that there should be a trigger warning for this. We're going to talk pretty openly and candidly at the end of this episode about anxiety and depression. So I wanted to let you guys know that that is coming up. Also, we drop a few F-bombs. So if you have kids in the car, you may not want them to listen. Also, a majority of this episode was recorded before hearing about the death of of Anthony Bourdain today, Friday morning, June 8th. We are very, very sad to hear about his passing and that he was hurting and so lonely. If you need any help or want to reach out with, to anybody, please don't hesitate to email or message me. I'd love to be your sounding board and your place to land when you're feeling low. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Hey there, beautiful biz babes. This is your host, Melody Spencer, and this is the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm so thankful that you're listening to this, and I'm trying something new. Every Friday, I'm going to do a weekly wrap-up, share what's been on my heart and in my head, and everything in between, and you're also going to hear from a few guests on a specific topic. This week's topic is going to be about the loneliness of being an entrepreneur and dealing with anxiety and depression so I hope you'll join me for this and I hope you'll enjoy so this week what's been on my mind and my heart is the fact that I love to connect with women that's the whole reason I started this podcast was yes I am a digital marketer yes I am nerdy in that way and I love helping my clients succeed But first and foremost, I love connecting with women and I love hearing their stories. And part of what I do with my marketing is take their stories and help their marketing be heart-centered and just vulnerable and honest because that is so rare in our world of social media and marketing and influencers and all that jazz. So I really love doing that and that's what really sets my soul on fire. So if you don't know what that is for you, I really encourage you to take some time this weekend and journal and think about what lights you up, what sets your soul on fire, and what makes you happy because chances are that's the thing you should be doing. And not everybody can quit their jobs and go after that fully, and that's okay. You can do that on the side, you can do that as a volunteer, You can do that on your free nights and weekends that's fine i totally did that for a while but really get intentional about what you love doing and i promise you the best things in life will happen because you are doing things that your soul craves and that makes you so so happy i promise you it's totally changed my life the other thing that's been changing my life Is my uh, updated morning routine. So for months I have been doing mindset journaling and all that and I tried to meditate off and on, but the past few weeks I've been really really intentional about getting up at a set time, meditating for 15 or 20 minutes, doing a specific side of journaling. So I do intention and gratitude Um, I write, uh, start writing pieces of content that I might want to share, I, um, write three tasks out that I need to get done, so I'm not overwhelming myself with a giant to-do list. I know some of you guys are really, really to-do list people, too, but don't overwhelm your brain with 300 things. Stick to the top three that you can really get done quickly, and then I also write out, um my future self, like things I want to manifest. So I know that sounds a little wooey, but um, where your energy is put, things will happen. So when you write it down, when you claim it, when you decide energetically that it's going to happen, it'll happen. So I write everything I want for the day or the week or the month or my lifetime out and I talk about it in great detail and I write about it as if it has already happened because it is going to happen. It is going to happen for you, and it's gonna happen for me. So I would suggest really taking those um, ideas into play for your own life, and set a new morning routine. I know it's hard for you guys that are moms, that you you guys that don't like early mornings, I'm not saying get up at 4 a.m., but just set some sort of routine. Start doing something. Make some habits, because habits are proven to be what makes great leaders and great businesswomen. So, really, I challenge you to start um, creating a new morning routine or new morning habit. Also, speaking of morning habits, I was on uh, my friend Mario's podcast this week. He has a podcast all about uh, mindset work. It's called the 10 Minute Mindset, and I was in his Facebook group live. We talked about um, Facebook ads, digital marketing, uh, marketing from a heart-centered place, um, about podcasting, about mindset routines, and all that. It was so much fun. He even got me up super early to do it, which is not my cup of tea or I should say my cup of coffee, but I had so much fun, and I left the interview so, so energetic and so happy, so yeah, that just made me so, so excited, Um, and I also did a couple more podcast interviews that will be coming out in the next few weeks, um, both for my show and for other people's shows, so I can't wait to share those with you. Um, We have some great interviews lined up, and I hope you guys are going to enjoy those. The last thing I wanted to talk about was the death of Kate Spade this week. So this came as a shock to many of us in the female entrepreneur world. She was a personal icon of mine in terms of style and business. And her brain was very happy-go-lucky, and it was really strange because She just seemed like such a happy person. But now we know that she was profoundly, profoundly depressed and anxious, and she coped with that using alcohol. And I wanted to speak to that because I feel like there are many of us that deal with mental illness and it's not talked about enough in the entrepreneurial world, especially the female entrepreneurial world. Because again, we have this myth of having it all together. If you're successful, you should look happy. If you're you know, successful, you should be rich. You should never look depressed. What do you have to be depressed about? But you can still be hurting deeply inside. So I kinda wanna break open that stigma and ask you guys to share really honestly and openly how you're dealing with that and what you've gone through. I'd love to hear some stories from you guys, if you want to send me messages, I would love to feature you on this if you're brave enough to come forward. But if you are hurting and you don't feel like sharing that story, that's fine too. I want to encourage you to reach out to your friends and family. Reach out to your friends and let them know that you're hurting. Let them know that you need help. Let them know that it's really lonely and dark sometimes in this world of business and that you truly cannot do it on your own you need those people to support you and come alongside you and be your rocks that really has made all the difference for me is having friends and family saying you're amazing you're great you're wonderful at what you do and it's okay if you have bad days it's okay if you don't feel good or if you're depressed or if you can't get out of bed that's okay we're here for you so please rely on your friends. Please rely on your family members if you can. And same with your friends. Go ask your friends how they're doing and really mean it. Ask your friend out to coffee, give her a hug, send her a text message. Just let the people you care about know that you were there for them and let them know when you need help. That will make all the difference, I promise. The next few voices you're going to hear are fellow entrepreneurs and friends who have dealt with depression and anxiety. They talk about the loneliness of these diseases and how much it's affected their work and their lives. I'm excited that they're opening up and being vulnerable. I hope it inspires you to get help and to really be honest with your friends and family and not let time pass and let someone else Slip through our life. My life is I'm very
1: transparent. I mean, I share a lot online. My whole philosophy behind my blog, but also, I mean, I'm forty-eight and like seven eighths. So I'm almost forty-nine. And it's really been my entire life is showing up as authentic and flawed. And when I do, I feel like it creates space for others around me to do the same. So I'm very honest. But this is something which has really shifted for me the past. I can tell you like exactly seven months, that I'd always worked from home. I never found it lonely. I felt like my entire life was a vacation, and I wasn't completely blindsided. I could see it coming, but my husband and I decided to separate and divorce. And he had struggled with anxiety, not my story to tell, but I always found myself trying to figure out what would that feel like. Oh, I get it. That's what anxiety must be. And then flash forward, sold the house of broken dreams, as I like to call it, and moved into a condo with my daughter. Love the condo. I mean, we are lucky, lucky, lucky. But for the first time, I started experiencing anxiety. I was, it's that Buddha quote, I was living in the future, panicking a little bit still about retirement and what's coming. And I quickly realized that the work from home stuff that used to serve me so well was only exacerbating the anxiety. I was resourceful. You know, I created a tight group of women. I am so lucky. So, the loneliness piece I didn't experience, but it was that every time I was by myself working, I mean, I'm writing another book and it just wasn't enough anymore for me to have intermittent calls with clients and it wasn't grounding enough. And so, I found myself getting really anxious just by spending way too much time by myself during the work. My little sister says all the time, you know, no one grows up thinking, I hope I get divorced someday. (laughs) The this has been such a gift to me. I mean, I think the notion of struggle is universal. So I've struggled with things. So I, when I was a personal trainer and I had my master's in counseling, I could relate to people who were struggling even if it wasn't my struggle. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the sadness, it's definitely situational depression. Like I know why I'm depressed,
2: mm-hmm. but I
1: never, I mean, I've been very, very lucky and I knew it heading into this season of life, but I mean, I've been really sad and Other friends will say to me, you know, I'm so impressed you just don't sit in the corner and cry. And sometimes I could get choked up telling you this. I think that's not an option. You just got to get up and keep going. But when it's more situational, I think it's easier to push through because I know there's an end. I know at some point I tell people, I feel like I'm in the middle of the tunnel. I can't go back to the marriage because it's really dark behind me. And I know there's no going back there, but I don't see the light at the end yet. And so I just have to keep walking down the tunnel, even though I know there's light and I can't see it. And I think it's easier when it's situational not generalized. And I love that you use the word loneliness because I think that it's such an affliction in the 2018. And I see it more in friends, male and female, but predominantly male who are super successful. They have all the trappings of they can get anything they want. They should be happy, but it's that just overwhelming sense of loneliness. Okay. I seriously think that I would not want this said to me, but I say it to everybody all the time because it is my truth. I have one dear, 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 dear friend. And every single day we take a walk, whether it's long or short. And we laugh until, I mean, I'm almost 49. So I may have literally wet my pants a little bit, but we (laughs) laugh so hard. And that is my sanity. And it's, it's just, I mean, it's, it's seeking the laughter. It's finding anything. It's the connection, but finding someone where you can just let it all go for a little bit. Let, I mean, and I know it's hard. It's like telling the person who's depressed, fuck up. But it has been my savior. We've started out some of the walks where I'm crying because I'm every time I talk about the tunnel, I start crying. But as we go through it and we just laugh, I feel world's better.
0: Mm, so... Everybody needs a support system, whether it's going on a walk or laughing or just-
1: It's connecting.
0: Yeah, it's all about connecting. Yeah, which is what this whole podcast is about for me. It's just about connecting with other women and telling them, hey, it's okay, you're not alone.
1: You know, it's that quote, and I wish I remember who said it, where a friendship is born the minute you think, you too." I thought I was the only one. Mm -hmm. And that is like the story of my life. Every time that happens for me, I'm like, okay, I can make this because I don't want to be the only one.
2: I don't want to be unique. Okay. Well, I've definitely struggled with anxiety all of my life and it's heightened, especially since starting my business. Um, Thank gosh, you know, I have been able to invest in some coaches and some outside help to really help me to manage it, but there's no true managing it a hundred percent because it can creep in at any time and just completely consume you, knock you off your feet for, you know, days or maybe weeks. Um, so I experience it all the time. Um, and in regards to depression, you know, being an expat entrepreneur, it's, it's really rough for me. So especially, you know, I I just recently had a birthday and it's a big milestone birthday. I just turned 30. And, you know, I always had these, this vision that I would spend my birthday surrounded by all these people, all my friends, do something crazy. And it was just a very, it was the complete opposite, just a very low key, quiet day And it honestly, the days leading up to it, I was feeling really lonely, Um, you know, more lonely than being an entrepreneur already feels as it is. Um, And then on top of being an expat and then having a milestone moment. So it was just a triple hit right to me. And you know it got to a point where I I didn't even want to go online. I started it really started affecting my business. I was honestly, I was ready to throw in the towel and just give up, go back to corporate. you know, I, I just I hated this lonely feeling and it really consumed me. So it I deal with both um, I deal with anxiety more often than hitting my lows, but I really hit my lows, especially for my birthday so actually you know what I just kept I I forced myself to sit down and journal and to do everything that I'm grateful for and I would write it out I love writing writing is really therapeutic for me but also I forced myself to just talk to myself and just you know list all the things that I'm grateful for you know all the blessings that I've received how far I've come and I also keep um, a progress journal so basically what that is is I map out my big picture vision and goal and I reverse engineer it, creating little milestones um, along the way so that I can hit little milestones and celebrate these little victories. Um, And I mark them down in a sort of like a journal and I always reflect back to them just to like, you know, see, okay, yeah, I am doing something. I'm not completely stuck. I'm making progress. So that's what I did. I just forced myself to really focus on the positives instead of the negatives and it helped it definitely <laughs> it helped a lot you know one thing i can recommend is definitely journaling but always reach out to someone so one thing that i've always had issues with is i've always had thick walls built up i've been through a lot of things in my life we all have and we have this habit of building up walls keeping people out and shutting them out and, you know, it's times when we get to our lowest point that our walls become so thick, right? And, you know, we, we, um, we expect people to come to us or we just kind of try to repress the feelings. And that's the worst time to try to be inside of your head. So I actually stepped outside of my comfort zone and I reached out to some people. And it was such an awkward feeling. But the moment that I did it and it, they responded back to me. I knew that I made the right decision. So just try to, you know, if you've already stepped outside of your comfort zone to build a business, to leave your job, to, you know, travel to a foreign country, you can step outside of your comfort zone and reach out to someone you know and ask for help or just let them know or you know ask for a sounding board because there's always going to be at least one person that's willing to you know hear you out because they've been there
0: thank you to the two voices you just heard carla and heidi for sharing your vulnerability and your struggles we support you and we love you Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.